previously on Tomorrow's End. But half that shit's actually going to be legit stuff that she remembered, you know, and the other half is just mumbo jumbo. Uh, so. I heard of many mooses, many meese, many mice. What is the plural of moose? So we're do- uh, and again, I'm not I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying Welcome to Morrow's End, a live play podcast set in the Morrow Project universe. Episode 14, Letters from the Other Side. Will gives a status report and spends time digging through the dead commander's laptop looking for useful information for the team. But he discovers more questions than answers. Jennings log file number 43. Um, I'm going to keep records on this stuff um, in case we run into somebody else, another team out here, or we finally make contact with Prime Base. So I'm just going to keep doing these until I got someplace to put them. Uh, We ran into a little problem with the drill last night. I don't know exactly who all was out there, who was running it. Nobody got hurt, anything like that. But they managed to hit something buried under the ground and torque the shaft up pretty good, chewed the head up pretty good. Um, I was able to straighten it out today, but Alex is working on possibly hardening the bit somehow. Um, We don't have the right gear to hard face it, so she's trying to come up with another method to hard face the bit. Looking at what came out of the hole, um, I thought initially it it hit a chunk of granite, but then I realized there were some steel pieces mixed into it. So I'm really starting to think that there's an engine block out there, a car or something buried out there. But um, that's given me some time to get back on the laptops that got hit by the flashbang. So I was able to recover... A bunch of data off those. Skip's laptop has all the logs from our initial inductions when we, we went through the psych exams and stuff like that. So I'm going to copy those over into the log file um, just so we've got them in multiple places because that drive sounds like it's getting ready to die every time we spin it up. It has this god-awful scream to it, so I figure that drive is probably shot. i got to say, those little tough books they gave us really are uh, living up to their name, though. Um, the case in that thing was shattered, but, you know, internally it still seems to be in pretty good shape other than the speaker, and it seems to be blown, but uh, I'll do what I can do, and I'll keep putting these logs together so that, you know, down the road, if we ever get a hold of Prime Base, we can let them know what happened. Um, other than that, uh, that's pretty much everything. Oh, yeah, except for, uh, Larry, I guess his name is. I don't know, that... The, the half-idiot, half-genius guy um, that I talked about in other logs, he was screwing around with the arc lamps and um, found out that he can, you know, he can light cigarettes off them, and, and, and I don't know what the hell they're putting cigarettes around here. They're, they're using something local. Um, they call it sweet fern, and it, it, it's not 
like dope or tobacco or anything like that I've ever smelled before. And uh, it'll make your damn face go numb. But I guess Larry was trying to light cigarettes off that. And so now i got to fix another arc, arc lamp because he managed to knock it over and screw that up. So um, I guess I'll get back to that. Uh, other than that, and uh, the friggin' rainstorm we had two days ago, uh, nothing really to report. Um, I haven't reported on that. You know, I haven't recorded in a couple of days. Um, all of a sudden, we're, we had, you know, some storm come up. Uh, you know, it was, it, it's like out west, you know, the sky turns kind of greenish gray and, and you get really intense winds and then all of a sudden we got hit by a microburst or something um knock some trees down out in the woods um you know tore some shingles off roofs and things like that that's about it um that's all i got so until the next one will jennings signing out well, i've been working here at jasper, jasper power systems for oh geez three years now and you're an exceptional um but it's come to my attention that you've been asking a few questions. Well, there's a lot of things on the floor that, you know, don't look like our normal product at all. Well, our, yes, we do have some secret projects for the newer stuff. And we were wondering whether or not you were interested in taking the next step. We're impressed with your skills and we're impressed with your integrity. Well, uh, I'm, I'm definitely interested, but you're going to have to fill me in more. I mean, this doesn't look like a normal diesel electric train setup. This is, I mean, this is a lot more compact. Are we talking like, you know, are we talking like semi engines here or something? What is this stuff? I can tell you everything you need to know, but you're going to have to sign something first. Well, I mean, all the NDAs we got assigned to work here anyway, uh, isn't now, it already covered? It's not just an NDA. You're signing up to be a part of this project until the end. We know you you have relatives in this project. You mean like, like Uncle Steve? I mean... We think that you would be a good part of this project as well. But I cannot tell you any more until you sign the document. And this document, you need to understand. You are agreeing to be a part of this until the end of the project. And the end of this project is going to be a lot longer than you can imagine. What, like 10 years? Think longer. How much longer? I can't really tell you other than it's going to be life-changing. You will have to leave behind everything that you know now. Uh, well, I mean, everyone you know, that you know now. I, I haven't been getting along with the family anyway. I haven't, talked to, you know, I haven't talked to my dad in like seven years, so I don't really see that as being a problem. But it's, you're going to be on the inside of this project. You will be a pivotal, 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 you will be a very, God damn it, I can't speak. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's an edit point. Yes. Um, you will be one of the central players in a team that we need to succeed. So you will be compensated very well. You will do life-changing, I'll take that back, world-changing work. Well, from what I've, what I've seen on the floor, I mean, that's, you know, that, that pretty much does away with gasoline. Okay, everything that's out there is nothing compared to what you'll be doing. But I need to, you to understand, when you sign this, the door you came in is not the door you're ever going to go back out. That world will cease to exist for you. And you will be swept into a whole new world where you can change everything. 
So this is like some kind of government project or something. Uh, government, they, they, they think too small. So here's some paperwork. It, it's all legal work and everything else. I cannot tell you any more until you sign this. You are not forced to sign it. You will not lose your job if you decide to not to. We were just, you can. Well, you'll have to give me a little bit of time to read it, but. It's very simple. It's only two pages. Yeah, I don't see any reason not to. This, uh, this seems pretty reasonable. Yeah. Okay, just a minute. Um, what you're about to read there, Will, will change your entire idea of what the world is about. It will change the entire idea of what, as you're leafing through that there, I can sum up a couple of things for you. All right. Within a very short amount of time, pretty much all life on this planet is going to be wiped out. There is a media detected by NASA that they had been keeping quiet. It is an extinction-level event. The problem is, is that a lot of the world leaders know about this, and I know you've been hearing on the news about some unrest flaring back up over there in the Middle East, and including in Asia. This is related to this. The project, we have perfected uh, stasis um, systems. You and your team, with every bit of gear that you will need to do your job, will be, for a simplified term, frozen until after the extinction level event has done. And then we will be waking you to help you, have you help us rebuild the world. Well, um, that's not your average Tuesday at the office, is it? One of the reasons why we decided to approach you is because you've seen some things accidentally, uh, because due to security lapses here, um, that would have freaked out most people. And instead of completely freaking out, you actually approached a supervisor about the safety protocols that were being handled, which kind of threw us off. To some extent, you're almost a little odd in the fact that things don't phase you. Well, you know, sir, when I was a kid, Mad Max, listened to, you know, Tales from the Afternoon and all that kind of stuff. I've been kind of wanting this to happen, you know, and the, the whole idea of the zombie apocalypse. It's just like, you know, we've hit a point where society needs a reset button, and that's from what I'm seeing, pretty much it. Let's let's start over and do it right this time. Concerns. Um, it's the time to speak them. Um, not not particularly. Them backing out, unfortunately, you're in this for the run now. The uh, the only real question is, you know, why why didn't we start this earlier? I mean, this seems like there's an awful lot to cover. And looking at this information on page thirty eight, uh, this only looks like there's like three and a half years. We've been working for a very long time. I just want to start with the fact that if you just give me a second to go over the schematics, you'll see why my way was correct. Now, I'm not about to put any uh, blame on uh, the gentleman, Joe. We know who it is. These are crap. And my way was 100% better, more efficient, and, and, and more cost effective, which is why you should not only let me finish, but not fire me and maybe you should consider me for a raise. I'm throwing that out there. Clearly, I am a treasure to your company. You're not here for that, Alex. Oh, then please disregard everything I just said. <laughs> You've been working here at the aerospace division for the, of the company for a little over a year now. And um, recently, it came to my attention that you wanted to be a part of NASA. Uh, is this true? Y yeah. Yes. Are, are you from NASA? Because, yes, 100%. Does yeah, that anything. mean then you would be interested in just aerospace? Or did you actually want to go on... Space missions and things like that. Because I, oh, if you were no. doing that, then that means you wanted to be a part of like the Mars mission. I mean, yes. I mean, I don't want to be a pilot. Um, no, none of that. I, I get a little bit 
sick on a tilt a whirl, so that's not really where I'm at. However, however, I've got some schematics at home that I think you would be really interested in because I have some really excellent ideas on like terraforming and clean air, and uh, I, I I need a couple other people to fill in some of the knowledge gaps. But I have some really excellent ideas, and I think you'd be super impressed with them. And you, again, are you sure you're not from NASA? What you've had much a lot of coffee this morning, I'm guessing. Um, what do you feel about being isolated from people you know, like on a long term ish? That sounds like my ideal workspace. So you like the idea of you would be open to the idea of leaving pretty much your world behind and embarking on a new adventure. I've been fantasizing about that since middle school, so yes, absolutely, hundred percent. We may have an opportunity for you. Unfortunately, I cannot tell you more without you signing a couple of documents. Uh, you actually have to agree to this before we can give you any details. Um, I can tell you that you will be very well taken care of. Um, we will give you opportunities to change the world. Um, but I cannot tell you more details without you signing this. And I can tell you your refusal to sign it does not in any way mean that you're going to lose your job and we'll cast you off. Do I have to use your pen or, or can I use my pen? Um, I guess you can use this pen. Okay, this here. one right here? Yep. Okay. Don't rip right, right here? Don't is this where the X is? No? Okay, that's fine. Yep. Good. Okay, what is this? Okay. Um, this is uh, highly unusual, but um, this is what has actually been happening in the world. Uh, you've been hearing all the news reports about unrest. Well, we discovered not, not that long ago, NASA had discovered that there is a very large asteroid headed towards the Earth. And it is going to be an extinction-level event. What the fuck? And they're just, like, going to let everybody uh, go extinct? Like, uh, do we have a plan? Are we going to, like, uh, is this, like, going to be Apollo 13? Or, wait, what the fuck was that movie with Bruce Willis? And there was some no. singing that seemed unnecessary. Unfortunately, we do not have the kind of technology to deal with something of this size. No engineering in the world can fix this. Um, but we do have a plan for after. Okay, so, but, like, the whole extinction of the Earth thing seems like it's going to be a... Projections are, it's not going to be a 100% extinction. At least 1% to 2% of the population will survive. Um, hoping that the uh, civil unrest that's going on around the world and the uh, saber-rattling by these countries doesn't start a big, massive nuclear war that wipes everything out beforehand. Would um we are hoping that teams, special teams of people like yourself, um, will be able to, after the impact, help the survivors. Oh, oh, we're rebuilding the world. So we're, you're kind of talking about like terraforming Earth. In a way. The, the Earth itself will be damaged but still alive, but helping the people, bringing technology back online, bringing um, cities back online. Put bringing people back together, stopping disease. Rebuilding technology. And, yeah. Huh. Wait, wait, wait. So how are we going to survive? Like, are we just hoping that we're part of that 2% or do you have, like, a bunker or something that we're going to just hang out in? Shouldn't everyone have bunkers? Why aren't you people, like, telling everybody to get in bunkers or something? Well, have you noticed that the, uh, the engineers over in uh, Wing 4 were working on uh, refrigeration systems? Right. We have stasis systems that we can freeze a person for short or long term and bring them back out. So you would be frozen in a team with a team put in a, uh, a secure location until you are awoken after the fact when it's time to start rebuilding with the rest of what? all the teams. 
why do, what again how does being frozen again i didn't take biology that's not my specialty does that help with the impact like does our bodies being frozen keep us alive long like you ask a lot of questions don't you well uh, obviously how the fuck am i supposed to understand how this works i'm sorry that was inappropriate and i'm in a job interview i apologize well it's not really a job interview it's you have the if you have any more questions, we have other people through the doorway here behind us. Your work out here in the shop floor is done. You cannot return there. Do I still get paid for the day, though? I'm a little bit behind on a couple of bills, and uh, I've used up all of my PTO. What in the fucking hell? Oh, come on, you rotten bastard. Oh, try it Okay, let me get this thing put together. All right, um, Will Jennings log number 44, adjunct to the one I did uh, earlier today. It's still June 24th. I've been going through all of the data we I pulled over that we had on Skip's laptop. Um, I, I found some weird stuff I just don't really have an explanation for. Um, I mean, this is all, you know, this could all be pretty reasonable stuff, but it's above my pay grade. <laughs> I was only supposed to be here to fix shit, so, you know, not really, yeah, whatever. And I'm not even really sure who else to tell. Um, I'm probably going to chase Alex down a little bit and Charlie and talk to them and see what the hell's going on here. Um, I've been going through all the data most of the logs are intact there's some spots where the drive drops out and there's some some digital noise and stuff that i can't seem to pull out of them but i've left them as i found them just for completeness only the thing i can't explain is there are logs including doc's interview and doc wasn't part of our team we didn't know anything about doc um not only is there an interview with Doc, there's a full docket on him, um, where he trained, where he's from, his full background. That particular file is still locked, and I think I've got a way around the password, but I haven't got it open yet, so I'll see what I can do on that one. Um, still strange, just don't really know quite what to say about that one. You know, you would think we'd have been told if there was another team in the area. I, we knew there was another team, but we didn't get any data on them, so we kind of figured we wouldn't actually link up with them until after we were well-established, and there was probably some sort of a central command system in the area. It, there's a bunch of stuff in Skip's files that I don't have open yet, so I've been working on breaking the encryption, which, of course, you know, isn't as easy as it could be, and it's not like you can just brute force it. You have to get creative and try and remember his dog's name when he was nine and things like that try and get in so at least it's not going to lock me out after a number of attempts because they figured something like this would probably happen so I may actually find something in one of the other files that has a, a master key password or something like that if not I'm going to try and go in and and you know side chain into it we'll see what happens now that said I got skips logs open because you know that was easy enough I've got his card 
and was able to figure that one out without too much problem. So I, I went through that. I've done a lot of reading there. Um, he kept a journal pretty consistently in the run-up. Um, there's quite a bit of data there that i got to go through still. There's probably, I don't know, hundreds of pages of, of his journals. But that said, text logs have got some corruption in them, so I don't have all the data there. But it looks like... As far as I can tell here, Skip was aware of the other team that Doc was a part of. And because they were across state from us, we were going to be the only two science teams in Michigan and not a combined team. But we were supposed to at some point link up or exchange data or, you know, just generally um, get together and, and powwow on what's going on. It's really strange that Skip's laptop has Doc's interview along with the interview of a couple other people on his team. And I don't understand why those are there. Um, but, you know, maybe Charlie has some insight or something. I'm just a little not sure I should ask Charlie about it because it sure sounds like she's the one that did the interview. In which case, she's holding out information on us and something's going on. I don't really know. It's not like there's anybody here you can ask, you know. So I'm just keeping this in my logs for Prime Base. Uh, maybe they can answer some questions when we finally get through to them. Uh, or the secondary base up on uh, Isle Royale in the UP. Maybe somebody up there's got data. I'm, I'm sure there's backups of all the different mission logs, particularly because, you know, they're right up there on the edge of Michigan, so maybe they've got more data about the Michigan groups than Prime Base would out in the middle of the desert. And the other thing that I find is really strange, the master file is in place, and there's no reference to Guy's interview at all. There's absolutely no references to Guy anywhere in the interviews. Um, there's no references to him and the team. He's not on any of the dockets. He's not He's just not there. Um, it's like we got somebody else's driver. Uh, I don't know what to make of it. So there's that. Um, Alex found some uh, something that she says she can probably do a vapor precipitation on the head of the drill with. So we should be able to hard face the drill and get back on drilling that second well maybe in a day or two. Um once I rack out and get after that, I'll get back in here and make another log of how that goes. And if that particular method works out, I'll document that because we might have to use that in other places as a method for uh, increasing the wear surfaces on tools. So that's everything I've got. Um, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, something strange. This is Will Jennings signing out. Until next time. Tomorrow's End is played with the Morrow Project version 4.0 game system available from Timeline LTD at www.timelineltd.com. We also use with permission the ambient sound collection from tabletopaudio.com. Check them out for a ton of ambient soundscapes for your tabletop RPG sessions. Until next time...